All right, John. So let's talk about Kurt. Oh, you were going to try to. I was just doing I don't a, know if that'll work. I don't know what I was doing. Okay, anyway. It felt really it did, good. Well, you know. Oh, speaking of that. Okay, here's the thing we can start this yeah. one with. We're going to come back and talk more about travel and courtesy and, and so on. So I'm sure that's why most of you uh, right. jumped on. Was, I need more courtesy. Oh, wait, courtesy. we got it. We Where have to start with it? this. Oh, okay. Please, please. Calm down, folks. Calm down. Calm down. Recorded. Yeah. Can we have like recorded in front of the studio? <laughs> you know, that's funny. So, do you, are you familiar with Michael Rosenbaum? He played name. Lex Luthor in uh, Smallville. Um, he's he's an actor. He has a okay. podcast now um, called. <laughs> he played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Yeah. He's, he's an, an actor. actor. Yeah. Is he? He's not, no, he's not a gas station attendant. attendant. Not anymore. Not oh, okay. anymore. But you'd like I like him because he played he likes hockey and stuff like that. But he also has a podcast okay. a podcast called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. And he starts every single podcast with um, Inside of You was not filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> yeah. So we can't steal that because he's already using it. We can say it is filmed. We could, in front but then of we'd be lying. No, my dog is oh, right that's here. That's true. Mine aren't up here. I closed the door so they couldn't oh, right. couldn't bother me. They smell. I need and to we give can them a say bath. in front of a sleeping a sleeping, sleeping studio. studio. Well, <laughs> hell, oh, our, our audience in general is probably sleeping at this point. We're only <laughs> two minutes into the show. Yes. That is their prerogative, my friend. My prerogative. Sorry. Eight, the eighties, oh, nineties flashback. Very well done. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So we were talking about doing the uh, the courtesy thing, and courtesy flush, in particular when it comes to when it comes to flying, yeah. and uh, in particular uh, in flying, just sitting next to people in the whole shower. Do you okay? Let's be real with this because we've done an unshowered potty mouth. Yeah, shower. Yeah, we recent episode. <laughs> yeah, broadcast. That was I a didn't smell though because you know here's the thing: if I don't shower during yeah. the day, it's probably because I showered the night before, and I'm comfortable doing it. Typically, I usually shower typically. To be honest, when I'm at home, I'll shower once a day. When I'm traveling, I shower twice a day. It really depends for me because I try to work it around. Look, when you when you get, especially if you're in a drier yep. area, uh, Phoenix or Denver or right. wherever, I don't want to shower twice a day because your skin, my skin, dries out and it's it's just and that's everything you know, hair and so on. So I try to work it around trips to the gym if I'm going to work out, and so yeah, some mornings it might be ten o'clock before I get to the gym because I'm working or doing something. And wow, you haven't showered today. You're a pig. Well, I'm going right. to the gym, and I'm not going to shower beforehand. Yeah. And honestly, if somebody's in the gym and they're complaining, wow, you, you're sweaty. Uh, we're in the yeah. gym. Of course, I'm sweaty. You know, so, I, you know, so you don't get that, and most of the no, you don't. Times. And interestingly enough, so I'm going to make fun of my wife a little bit. I hope she's not listening, but. Oh, thank Not goodness. really going to make fun of her. I was but waiting was... on this. Hey, welcome everyone to the Make Fun of Jen That's right. No, podcast. It's, She's going to love It's this. interesting because... <laughs> so if it's if it's a Saturday and I know I'm going to go out and mow the lawn, I'm not going to take a shower right away. Usually I, I roll out of bed, brush my teeth, go take a shower, and I go do my day. doesn't matter what day it is. That's what I normally do. Um, sure. But if I know I'm going to do something where I'm going to get sweaty, like go to the gym, which you know, me in a gym, I haven't seen the inside of a gym probably in five years. Um, <laughs> and that's even, you know, when gym is splayed out in front of me on a, an operating table now, because I'm a, you know, a surgeon. Uh, wow. Sorry. It was, wow. I, this yeah. doesn't deserve it, but I, I just have to. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been in front of gym for yeah. a long time. Hi, Jim. Exactly. So anyway, um, but Jennifer... <laughs> We'll be planning on working in the yard or going to do something or even going to the studio to work out. She'll take a shower before she does it. She doesn't, she can't get out of that cycle where she doesn't take a shower first thing in the morning. And I think that's so funny. I would tell you to marry her if you weren't already married yeah. to her because that's, that's what women do. And that's a, a look, I get it. It's just that we're, we're expected to be a little right. gross. And so I like not to Absolutely. disappoint. I, I think you're yeah. spot on right there. <laughs> um, yeah, 
<laughs> I agree. If I don't smell like gasoline a little bit after mowing the lawn and and I've got some grass in my shirt, uh, look, I wasn't doing it the right way. That's right. Very true. Um, but here's the you know, interesting thing. Speaking of smelling like gas, the only thing now that I have at at uh, at the house that'll help that makes me smell like gas is my leaf blower. I have gone totally electric on my lawnmower, totally electric on my, my weed whacker. And yeah, well, those really the only things that I use. So And so let me ask about that because we're actually uh, someday when our mm-hmm. house is done. Uh, we'll actually be having some sod we have to take care of. We need to talk about that, too. Um, but I've looked at electric okay. mowers, and that would be great, and I'm enthused about that uh, part of it because, you know what, they're sort of reasonably priced. How is the power? Incredible. My, my, yeah, my really electric good. mower is a lot better than my gas mower. Oh, now, okay. the one thing I will oh, say, and, and this is not, I don't think this is obviously the mower itself. It's just the blade that came with it. The metal is mm-hmm. extra soft. So, I, and I have a very rocky, very woody backyard, lots of, of, uh, of roots that are coming up. So I, I have to sharpen my blade after two mows. Oh, so, wow. but okay. that again, I could probably go out and buy one that's a little bit harder steel and probably not have that problem. That's the only, and the only other complaint I have, which it may not be a complaint, I haven't had an issue, is mine is completely plastic. That was the one thing I didn't like. Um, I have an ego. Well, I have an ego, but I have an no ego. No kidding. Jeez. Uh, yeah, we exactly. all know that. And all of the egos are, are 100% plastic, and, but it seems to hold up pretty well. I, I, was, I was a little bit scared about that. I did look at the DeWalt. Um, it was about the same price, and honestly, the only reason I didn't get the DeWalt, because I, I'm a big fan of DeWalt. They're not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much all my other tools are DeWalt. <laughs> not yet. But uh, I okay. didn't. I didn't want to drive across town to go get it, whereas I could go get the Ego a mile away. So okay. uh, that was really the, the deciding factor between the DeWalt and the Ego, because the specs were pretty much the, the same. The biggest difference was, besides the, the distance, was the DeWalt was metal and the, the Ego was plastic. Well, I mean, to me, with, with an electric mower or anything frankly electric i, I weight savings makes oh, it does. sense absolutely I mean, you're trying to make the battery last longer yep. and and get more power out of it and is it self-propelled it is. Too, or is it not yeah, it is it's got a trigger and so with, with that that also is going to be that's that's part of the deal because if you have a one that's self-propelled it's using energy to move whatever weight you yeah. have yeah. in front of it so i I would think in, I know in electric vehicles, a lot of them are, uh, they look at weights of what's carbon fiber right. or aluminum or, or things like yeah. that. No, so, I'm, I'm, um, I'm very happy with mine. I also have the option, good. which I don't, yeah, I guess I could technically. Uh, I have three different options for uh, the way I mow. I can put, I can bag it, I can mulch it, or I can spit it out. And it also has the option for, I, I just got the cheaper one, which is the, it's technically one blade, but they call it a two blade. Um, but you can also get four blades. So it's a, instead of just straight across, it's, it's a, it's a cross like that. Sure. Um, and that's yeah. supposed to be really good if you have very thick grass because it mulches. Um, but yeah, I haven't really, I, the, you know, for my lawn, my lawn is, like I said, it's, I'm on a hill. So most of my lawn is about mm-hmm. like that which I'm about, yep. what would oh, you say? Wow. That's a 30 degree angle. That's, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's quite an angle. Um, yes. I mean, I don't have wow. that much grass in the backyard. The front yard is finally growing. Last year, I didn't have any grass. This year, I actually have grass thanks huh. to... Because uh, Was it because of the COVID? Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. No, it's... <laughs> I just have it, it, a lot of runoff, a lot of drainage. Um, it just need needed a lot of tender, loving care. And I... I have a instead of me trying to put all the nutrients and stuff in it, I actually hired a service. I hired them last fall. They they treated it all winter, and they're treating it now. And it it's just and we're wondering about that too. You know, maybe that's once the house is done. Maybe that's because we have a service here in the rental we're in. But it since it's not our property, the I mean it's mostly yeah. weeds. So we have them maybe once a month is all we right. have them come, and it's not long grass it's just wheat and you get a couple and pull them and you know you're good for another right. week 
Uh, but we'll have sod uh, out of the house yeah. eventually, so we may oh, just yeah. very well. This is it. so True Green, not a sponsor, is who we have yeah, yeah. come in, and, and they treat it every month. But then once a year, they they uh, they aerate it, and they lay down seed. And this year, we actually, most of the time, it was, our yard was pretty much all weeds. It was all, and oh. and that's pretty much why it died off last year, because we treated it to get rid of the weeds, and we seeded it, sure. but I guess we used the wrong. I didn't. We had another company come in and do it, just uh, you know, mom and pop. And I guess they used the wrong seed or something, as it just didn't take. And oh, yeah, True Green comes in, and like I said, they they came in. The very first thing they did was aerate and seed. Then they came back the next month mm-hmm. and they started treating, and they've been treating every month since. We have a ton mm-hmm. of grass this year, which is fantastic. Awesome. It's the first time we've ever had grass in this house. Yeah, we used to we used to aerate, uh, if not every year, every mm-hmm. other year in the fall and uh, in Wisconsin, and it was um, it made yeah. a huge difference. It just it just takes the uh, it, the soil is not so crowded anymore, taking the plugs yeah. out and everything. And, and yeah, so and it, it's it's amazing. It is, and this was a suggestion by my neighbor who who's across the street, who we lovingly refer to, it, and so we've lived in this house now five years. It'll be five years in June. So we haven't. So when we talked to him, he was delivering some of my mail. I think it was right after we bought Jen's new car. So he, for some reason, the address on that they put was his address because it's one number off. Oh, and uh, they just messed it up on the paperwork. So I had to get that changed through the, the <laughs> company or the, the bank. But anyway, he was walking it over. That was the first time in four years we've met them, met him. Because he's just, he's very, I don't think many of, I think the neighbors know him, but he doesn't talk to many of the neighbors. But we call him, refer to him as nice lawn guy. Because he has the most beautiful lawn in the entire neighborhood. And he, I mean, he's very meticulous about it. So I said, I I said, I said, listen, you have seen how much we've struggled with this lawn. You've seen everything we've tried to do. How do you make your lawn so beautiful? And he's the one who said, I use True Green. So that's that's why we're uh, we've gone that route, and uh, it's we're not we haven't looked back. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Good but for you. That's, I, again, to to yeah. answer your question, I would highly recommend yeah. the electric. It's so easy. It's so quiet. Yeah. I can listen to podcasts while I'm mowing the lawn because it's not mm-hmm. loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like my ego. I got an ego weed whacker as well, a weed whip, mm-hmm. and it can use the same battery from the mower, but it gets really heavy if you do that because the mower battery is much bigger. But it comes with sure. the small battery, so you can interchange. You can interchange both. You could put the small battery in the awesome. mower as well if you don't have a big yard, uh, and they charge pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I've only once have I ever run out of battery in the lawnmower, and that was because I was really really tired that day, and I was using the propel, the self propel, pretty oh. much the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so it was the whole. Uh, I think what we have a quarter of an acre, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Not quite a half an acre, okay. but not quite a quarter. So maybe a third of an acre. Um, okay. And yeah, it was, and it was all uphill. So if you, this one is supposed to be able <laughs> except, to do. Except when you exactly, went down. This one is supposed to be, um, supposed to be able to handle a, a half acre without, on one battery charge. Interesting. Well, that's something we'll look at, I'm guessing, unless we hire right. a service to do and, the the weed whip is even easier. I mean, it's incredible. It's so light, and you just go. You hit a button. Yeah. You hit a button, and it's on. It's not. You don't. Have, it does yeah, a great does job. A fantastic. It's the best. It's honestly. Yeah. I have a, a a gas one too, uh, which I I was using even in tandem with this one, and I probably still will for edging because it just has a little bit more power. Um, sure. But even that one, sometimes I'm like, I don't even need to pull the other one out. This one's fine. Did everything I needed it to do. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. That's the hot tip. We so the <laughs> here's the downside I get here uh, was uh, out in the truck this morning, and there is a neighbor down the street watering uh, uh-huh. the lawn, and most of these places, not all of them, but several of the places in this area are well water, and there is just an inherent sulfur smell to the well water Ooh. here. And we are going to have well water at our place too, um, treated. Obviously, we'll treat it and spend way too much money making it perfect right. to drink. But for watering, 
it's always direct from the well and it's almost always sulfur and it just stinks and i drive by this house and i'm I just get the wafting of the oh it's so maybe it's not nasty. the water maybe they're oh. literally grounding up bad eggs and no. spreading it out as fertilizer <laughs> maybe so maybe so hey let's just throw it out in the yard that's fine yeah oh my gosh it uh it is nasty and then uh one of the houses we rented before we got here uh in uh venice florida not too far away the water out of the faucet <laughs> was apparently wasn't treated well it was also <laughs> sulfury it can't do it as i told you that's my water thing is it's got to be yeah. good water otherwise yeah I'm out. did you tell me you were putting a pool so, in or no yeah we are putting it. So, yeah, you, yes. At least they tell yeah. us we are. We're you definitely waiting. <laughs> you definitely don't want to yeah. put sulfur in your pool. Sulfur water. Oh no. No, no, no. That will be that will be um uh, and I'm guessing the pool company does it. So they will be bringing water. in the water to Are you doing to a, a salt initially. water pool or are you going to use chlorine? It's a, it's a saline, saline pool. pool. I love the saline Which, pools. Well, the answer to the both is the same. It is a saline reaction uh, or a chlorine reaction from the saline in the pool. Um, and so I'm, yeah, trying to learn about that as much as I can. We'll probably have a pool company, but, um, this is, it's just kind of a neat thing to learn about. Uh, Some people who own them, apparently they'll just throw in a a bag of stuff. That's all we did a month. And that's, and it's, yeah, we converted, we converted our pool when I was growing up to a a salt water or saline. And that's, oh, they're so much better for your skin and your hair. And dogs like to swim in them. Yeah. I don't think Indy will. I'm happy about that because we've had dogs that would swim. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We had a golden. That we had an above ground pool in Ooh. Wisconsin. And in the winter, it would get water in the stupid cover. And, you know, it was a foot deep or something like that when it, after it would rain. He would run and jump in yeah. that on top of the cover. Thankfully supported him, but we had to drag his butt out of there <clears throat> because he was a. He was a water dog, and uh, when he was a puppy, we got we had a, a baby pool, a kitty pool, <laughs> you know, it was a foot foot and a half deep or something like that. He would get under the water, open his eyes, and look up at us from under oh, the geez. water. <laughs> he just loved being in the water. That's all great. The time. So, so we, yeah, indeed, not so. We much. had a, a solar cover on the pool, and and yeah, you know, we had a, a, a German Shepherd. And we had the German Shepherd as long as we had the pool. So yeah, he's used to it. But one year, for some reason. Sure. And I remember I was I was probably 17 or 18. So it okay. it was uh, it was summer. And I had worked a late shift at the golf course. And I came home and I was sleeping. And all of a sudden, I hear my mom screaming. And I'm like, what's going on? And I run from my bedroom, which is on the other side of the house, away from the pool, all the way through the house, out. And I see the dog in the middle of the pool. She's freaking out because he's just... He's just laying there on the on the top, and and she's like, I don't know how he. I, we don't know why he got out there, but he got out there, got scared. But instead of, I mean, such a great dog. Instead of freaking out, he just laid down. He figured one of us would go in there and get him, which I did. I ended up having to jump in the pool and and carry him out. Oh but it was gosh. so funny. I'm like, wow. what? You've been around this pool your whole life, and now you decide to go. What today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, probably a squirrel, but oh uh, yeah, could have been, could have been. <laughs> so anyway, it is. Yep. <laughs> talking about pools, talking about saline, talking about dogs, pools, and so let's let's house it up okay. just for a second. So it's kind of interesting. Give us an update too. Where they're going now? Well, I will, and that's I guess what I'm talking about because we um, uh, went. Uh, it's been probably three weeks now. We talked with the okay. builder. And, uh, and he's a, a really good guy. And sadly, some of, uh, the stuff that he normally buys is been tough to get, but prices have gone through the roof. So we're paying a certain amount, uh, in addition over and above what the contract was for the house, just because he's just passing on real sure. costs. Hopefully. Long story short, it's not ridiculous. And, uh, well, we see the receipts, okay. so. Um, but he, he just feels bad about it, but it is but what it is the way yep. it is. And sadly, things like trusses have almost doubled in price since. A hey, year John, ago. you know, and this is a great t- time to buy a house. I mean, to build a house. Did you know that? 
You should really go ahead and build a house right now. Well, you might say that, but here's the other part of it, and, and this is the part that people don't always think about. It makes the house worth more when it's yeah. built, too. And so a house that uh, that we planned on being X amount of dollars when we were finished with it is going to be no less than $100,000 more retail than what it was when we said we were going to build go. it. So it's still the percentage of it, you know, and we're not going to sell it. It's, I told Lisa, so how much would it have to be after going through this year plus of waiting on the house to be built for you to say, oh, let's just sell it and get another one or build another one. <laughs> she said, uh, it, there's not enough yeah. money. <laughs> well, and you know, it's, so it's, it's funny you say that in, in a different vein too. It's a lot of, I think I've mentioned this before, but a lot of people in our neighborhood, including us said, once our houses get to a certain point, hell, we're going to sell and get, get the hell out and go buy a house that we, or build a house or do something we really want to do. And then you realize if the house gets up to be that high, which ours is, ours passed that number uh, $40,000 ago, mm-hmm. it gets that number and you're like, oh, yeah, but where would we go? We can't afford any of the That's houses. Just it. That's just it. Suddenly, I mean, if you're going to move out of the area to a less expensive part of the country or whatever, yeah. okay, you can make an right. argument for that. But uh, but it's, it's anybody. Same here. People are you know, selling their houses right and left. But if you can't afford to get into one and rent is the same way, rent is through the roof because everybody wants, yeah, wants a place. So it's not a perfect thing by any stretch. And of course they're so busy building, there are houses going up everywhere here. So you you just know how busy all the builders are. Anyway, this guy's a good guy and, and we believe he's working it as best he can. We have, I think I told you at two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we have uh, um, the uh, cinder block mm-hmm. walls. They are up, so the exterior walls, but that's it. And so we're waiting on concrete, which is poured in the walls around the rebar. And then there's something called a lintel, which mm-hmm. goes across around the top, which is a concrete uh a stabilizer essentially mm-hmm. that is underneath the trusses which will become the roof so we're waiting on the concrete everything else is there they've done grading they've done so on he claims once the roof goes on the rest starts happening pretty quickly so we'll we'll see we'll believe right. that when we see it the pool has not been dug yet because the roof goes on first and then he says because you don't want people falling off the roof into the <laughs> into the big right behind i said all right kind of makes sense sense. sure yeah they'll dig it after after that garage doors go on once it's dried in then and they can lock it then they can start bringing other things in but it's been a real challenge for some because people come and steal uh the the uh trusses they'll come and steal wood if you have it stacked up so he's not stacking just after anything He's not doing anything like that. We, in fact, he took even the after it was assembled, took the extra uh, cinder block away. Wow! Because they've stolen that too. It's just unbelievable. Some people but, again, uh, courtesy, yeah. common courtesy. I don't know if you would call it that. Well, <laughs> oh, I got you know. it for free. Yeah, no, it sounds like uh, lawlessness Lawful, yeah. is probably <laughs> what's causing it. But anyway, so we're we feel like we're getting That's closer. Good. It's just. You know, three weeks and you don't see any changes and you go, come on. But that's teaching us patience. That's I'm trying to look at the bright side. of Yeah. And it's funny. So my dad, I I think I've explained where my dad lives in southwest North Dakota. And I have no I'm going to just preface this with I I have no desire to move out there. Jen doesn't have any desire to move out there. Um, while it would be kind of cool to live very close to my dad, which I, have never, I mean, I did when I was younger, but obviously not since I've been an adult. Um, we've always lived, you know, about a thousand miles away from each other. Um, I, I don't, I, I, I would have a tough time living in a small town. I, I'll admit that. But the allure of having, and maybe it's this, the allure of having a property in a small town where you can get away from some of that shit. Mm. It's hard to it's it's hard to ignore. It really is hard to ignore. Yeah. And so I followed this this thing on 
Instagram. It's called Cheap Old Houses. And they show old houses from all over the country that, that need some repair. But they're cheap mm-hmm. and they're beautiful. And a lot of them are old, big, big Victorian homes, which I, I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of a lot of different sure. architecture, but Victorians, I, I do love Victorians as well. <laughs> I was sitting on the airplane and I was just flipping through Instagram and all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> here's one house that I'm looking at. I'm like, that's a pretty cool house. Da, 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 da. Beach, North Dakota, which is the town that my dad used to own his dojo in which is right next to the really? town he lives in, which he doesn't live in a town, but the, his a- mailing address town. It's, yeah. it's 10 yeah. miles away. So I'm like, oh. and it's less than 70 grand. Uh, and so I send it wow. to Jen and say, you in? She's like, buy it. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it was pretty crazy to see that. But it was, I mean, it was, a, it was a pretty old house. Not the prettiest I've seen, but it was, sure. was kind of neat to see that. And and the and I'm with you on that. And, and something like that would be fun. And we've talked about that too. In fact, before we before we decided to build, we were looking at you know some fixer uppers that at some point though you know the price of the house keeps going up because people go oh look what the market's yeah. bringing. Well, it still doesn't diminish the hundred grand worth of work the place right. needs. So you know you've got to do that extra too. I I um. I, I would love to do something like that. The only problem, especially, you got to be careful if it's a historical yes. house, because then suddenly you have the state, as you know, mm-hmm. the state, the county, the even the cities, the towns, who oh, you can't do this, or you have to have original windows, or you have to, come or like the city on. of St. Louis in the early two thousands saying you have to fix up the outside of your house before you can even touch the inside. How does that make any so sense? Stupid. It doesn't. <laughs> it it doesn't. Because when people drive by, we want it to look. Yeah, but I want to live in it, regardless <laughs> of the inside. Exactly. Oh, I've got. A, is that a pop tent I can see through the window? Yeah, because that's all I can right. afford since I fixed up the outside. Exactly. Jeez. Yeah, I, that's the one of the things, and you don't see that. Um, and a lot of people have said that too about you know buying property in Colorado or or you know Montana or what have you, and you look in the. Oh man, look at this! You do a Google Maps look, and this is awesome. And then you find out later, well, actually, you don't have access to yes. that without going through somebody yes. else's property. There's, I, I follow someone. <laughs> uh, I get uh, emails uh, every other day or so. It's called Landio. Great, oh, yeah, it's I a great company. It really is. Yeah. I think what yeah. they're doing is phenomenal. But it's a lot of property like that. Where you're seeing, right. oh, you can get 20 acres in Colorado with mountain views. Yeah, but it's in the middle of someone else's field. <laughs> you have to land exactly. a helicopter there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these people are like, yeah, I'll sell the bit land cheap and see if I can sucker someone into it because then I'll just charge them an arm and a leg for, for access. Access, exactly. And then they have to, uh, uh, you know, oh, and then I got to do yeah. it well. <laughs> well, yeah, good yeah, luck with that. Charge you extra uh, to expand yeah. your easement. It's, oh my gosh, it's just incredible. But so that's, there are all these places that are, and something (laughs) not that Landio is one of them, but a lot of people trying to. Exactly. Something my dad learned uh, the hard way when he bought his property, he bought it fairly inexpensively. But then when you start talking about land out west, especially in oil country, you don't buy, if your land is cheap, it's probably because you're only buying the first like 10 feet or 12 feet everything below that is still owned by somebody else exactly which is ridiculous drilling rights exactly Uh, well wait a second do i own it or don't i well part of it yeah and so my dad there's he did at one point try to buy before the big oil boom tried to buy the uh the mineral rights from the family it's it's owned in a family trust so, but now it's worth multi, multi millions of dollars just for his little chunk of land. And he's been lucky so far. They haven't wanted to let anyone on the property to drill, but mm-hmm. you know, they can, they could, they could just say, yep, you can have. Now I do think he has one thing that's in his favor is he actually has, um, documented native American sites on his property. Ah. Mm-hmm. So they can't touch that. Like he's got a plateau um, that's that's up on the uh, 
eastern side of his property, and on that plateau, you can mm-hmm. see the rock rings where they used to put teepees. It's really, it's really oh, wow. cool. But so, so they can't really go on his property and touch it, hmm. Hmm. or at least he has wow. something to fight with if if they do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Which it would be. It seems like it would be a lot easier for them to just say we'll tackle yeah. another yeah, piece it, of land well, rather than going Exactly. That. And you're also talking most other landowners are out there own thousands of acres, and his is just a measly little 700-acre plot. <laughs> out there, it's measly. I I thought the same. Yeah. I, I had that same reaction when he was telling me. Sure. He's like, yeah, this is called a hobby farm out here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. So how... How far southwest is he? So he is. Is he still in the like the Black he's Hills in the Black Hills? Area? Yep. In in because okay. a lot of people don't know this, but the the Black Hill, not the Black Hills, the um, what do they call that? Um, I guess it is called the Black Hills, but the, there's another name for it. Oh, let's find out. Well, while you're finding that out, I I'll explain. So he yes. lives in the southwestern corner. In the southwestern corner, there's actually Teddy Roosevelt State Park. And Teddy Roosevelt State Park is right on the border of uh, North Dakota and South Dakota. And then it comes east a little bit, then goes up, and then goes back west. So it's like a horseshoe in North Dakota. Okay. And in between, uh, there's that, that uh, Golden Valley area which is where Beach and Sentinel Butte and Medora are. And that's okay. where he lives. So he's about, his place is, I think, roughly 30 miles from the Montana border. Okay, so he's not far. Yeah, I see right along 94, yep. Yep. yes? So is he north or south of 94? He, technically, Sentinel Butte is his mailing address. Sentinel Butte is south of 94, but he is oh. north of 94. Yeah. So if oh, you okay. see the Sentinel, Butte Sentinel Butte exit, yep. yeah, it. you would go north. Cool. That's exit 11, just in case anyone... You is, want to go uh, visit my dad? Yeah, just make home. sure that you yeah. get good mud tires, because, whew. I would think. And, uh, of course, it's right next to the famous Camel's Hump Lake Recreation Yes, you area. pass Camel's, Camel's Hump, or whatever it's called. He's actually canoed um, there. It's a cute little... He, I'm sorry? He's, oh, he's canoed yeah. there. Okay. It's a cute little lake. I didn't... Well, there's Home on the Range Cemetery, which is not right, far right. either. Um, I'd recommend and if, that if you really want anyone's... a good life out there, there's a place that my mom and I stayed and, you know, I'm, I'm always looking up stuff and, and there was a commercial property out there for sale and it happened to be a dude ranch that we stayed at and I got excited. Okay. It was, and it, but it's only like 20 acres and it's $1.2 million, but you've got the whole hotel and the bar and the oh. restaurant and all of the other outbuildings and stuff like that. So it was probably Gosh. a good deal for that. And it's right next to Medora. Um, so I emailed my dad and I said, dad, did you know this place? And I can't remember the name. Did you know this place was for sale? And he said, yeah, it's been for sale ever since I've lived out here. It's about about 20 years. Um, I guess Mm. they just never sold it. I guess no one wants to pay $1.2 million for, for that place. Yeah, that's, um, and I, and I don't know it obviously, but I, I, it reminds me of a place that, uh, um, that my buddy Matt, uh, and I, went to it was really funny i may have told you the whole story at one point or another but that's okay we repeat ourselves a lot we repeat ourselves yeah, we a do. lot we do uh, we do we went to uh vegas we were there for i mean some stupid dudes thing and he said oh i want to let's take you to oh, let's just drive out to this one place it's called prim b-r-i-m-m yeah, and and it's almost near the california border and he says like 10 minutes. It's not that far. <laughs> An hour later, we're still finally getting to Prim. But it's it's a weird little town with, you know, casinos. and But it's tiny. And it's like a, just an exit off the freeway. <laughs> and you kind of are like, well, this is odd. And, and it doesn't, it wasn't busy. And I don't know how they stayed in business. Apparently on the weekends, everybody comes from California. Sure. Uh, crosses the border and gambles in Nevada. So anyhow, it, it was. Uh, it sounds like a similar. It's just pretty much roll it up and disappear the whole place. Yeah. Uh, if you know, if if you didn't have gambles coming in, <laughs> trying to uh, which is weird. Sewer. What are you I'm looking, looking for, for his land. Oh, I can't. I... Well, I 
just looked on the inside of uh, uh, theater, uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, it's theater. So anyway, if you're if you want to talk about um, talk about good places to go, look up Medora. So if you go mm-hmm. east, uh, Buffalo Gap is the name of the uh, guest ranch, by the way, uh, and it's on it's mm-hmm. on the uh, map. I'm looking at Google right now. Uh, it's a really neat place. We actually saw a mountain lion when we were on the way there, and uh, it turns out they were doing a commercial for the uh, the Minnesota State Zoo, and huh. they had a mountain lion out there that got away, and because there aren't mountain lions out there, oh. <laughs> and so it was that was interesting. But uh, yeah, look at Medora. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I got Buffalo yeah. Gap. Medora is a guest ranch. So oh my my dad used to do. Um, uh, Stagecoach tours in the summer in Medora. Medora is a traditional West, supposed to be a traditional Western themed town. So they have big shows and stuff. They have, uh, it's a really cool place. If you're looking for a really cool vacation, um, go out there because they have, um, trying to find the the show. It's the entrance to the Theodore Roosevelt National State Park or National Park, rather, National State Park. Uh Um, But they also have on the mountain, uh, it's this riding stables. I can't find it. It almost looks like a ghost. It town. almost does. I mean, it's tiny, but it's <laughs> there it's has not. not been a single. I'm I'm just scrolling through the pictures on Google Maps from Buffalo Gap Guest Ranch, and it's a cool looking little town. No, that's Buffalo Gap. There right. is not a single. Well, look, look at. There's not a single person in those pictures. Yeah. <laughs> in the pictures. But if you go if you go to Medora you'll see Medora is where all the tourists are. So you've got the, the North Dakota okay. Cowboy Hall of Fame. Um, the pizza place is awesome. You've got the Rough Riders Hotel. Uh, the president, Theodore Roosevelt's Presidential Library is there. Um, Town Hall Theater. Cool. I'm trying to find. There's one thing. It's up on the top of the hill. But they have a show. Where is it? Is it the... No, that's the campground. But they have a big they have a big show and it's it's really cool. Actually I've got someday I'll have to show you pictures. I won't put any up online, but um they have uh you go up there and you go to the show and it's a western themed show, but they have the kids come down on stage and everything and, and they get badges oh, cool. for, for certain things. And Peyton got to go up on stage wow. when she was there. It's an open open theater, open amphitheater. Um, it's a lot of fun and they do one every single, every single, uh, day, a couple of times a day. And then you can go to the, they have a steakhouse, open pit steakhouse where you go in, you order your meat and then it's like, uh, almost a buffet, but you're watching the meat getting cooked on the open pit. And it's, I mean, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's really, really cool. Uh, so I would highly recommend it. It's a great, lot of, a lot of motorcycle people go there, but it's right off of Mm. 94 um and uh yeah it's it's neat it's fun oh the medora musical is what they call it medora yeah and you can see it so if you pull out from medora it's um on the western side of medora hmm yeah interesting so anyway that's uh well that's, that's our, our little, little tour, tour of yep. uh, um north dakota but uh, supposedly my dad actually said, because I was telling him, you know, where, that I'm trying to get my pilot's license or, or thinking about it again um, and working on that. But uh, mm-hmm. supposedly my dad said he actually has an airstrip that the previous owner put on his property that really? I didn't know. I've never seen. Obviously, his property is massive, so, but it's just a hobby farm. Um, there it is. <laughs> so I'm just going to see if I can see yes. it from the, the map, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it's fun to go out there and visit. It's very interesting. Hmm. And, you know, I, I would highly recommend if you're ever looking for, um, if you're ever looking for a, a place to visit, I would just, even if it's a short trip, probably more so a short trip, um, I to go out there. It's, it's fun. We did, uh, during COVID, did a drive, and I know I've talked about this too, um, to South Dakota, and that was, it was a lot of fun. Long trip, I mean, but it's 80 mile an hour speed, right. limit, <laughs> which is, which <laughs> <Yeah>. is helpful. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's sometimes it's just fun to get in the car yes. and go, you know. And we did some uh, did hotels rather than camping. Some people might prefer to camp yeah. or RV it or something like that. But it's really uh, it, it's nice driving. The roads were great. Uh, don't probably not in the winter. Probably. No, but, actually they're um, they're they're okay if you're if you are ever okay with driving in the winter. It's it's just fine. They're they're fine. Yeah, I, I'm. Just saying that it, depending upon weather systems right, and things right. like that, it, it was fabulous in the summer. It was a nice, easy ride and good weather. And yeah. all I just put the coordinates to my dad's farm in chat if you want to look at it from a sky view. Nice. Um, oh, I'm going to want to see that. But along those lines, so we're talking about this summer coming up in July. I said Jen uh-huh. has a conference in Colorado. My team is talking about having a conference in Colorado, strangely enough. And then I'm also supposed really? to go visit my dad this summer on uh, at the end of July because we're having we had he had a friend who passed away and he's having a celebration of life on the 30th. And it's all kind of coming together. I'm hoping it's all kind of coming together where Jen's conference is the weekend before my conference and then this celebration of life is the weekend after the conference. So I'm trying to talk them into taking the Jeep Loading it up, loading all the camping gear up, and driving oh, out to Colorado awesome. the week before. So taking half a week off there, driving out there, camping along the way, doing her conference. Then they can part. They can do whatever they want while I'm doing my conference, and then we get in the the jeep and drive to my dad's and camp along the way, even though it's only a seven hour drive. Um, and and then go that visit my dad, cool. do the celebration of life, take a half a week off, and drive the west back to Nashville from my dad's. I would that would be a dream to be able to do and camp along the way. Now it's just trying to talk my Why girls not? into doing it. Because Jen, Jen's Why? idea, I mean, she's, she's been a, a great, she has tried it. She likes it. I don't know if that mm-hmm. would go too extreme for her though. Cause ah. that's, that's, you know, it's going to be two or three days without showers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, there's gotta be a Creek there I'm somewhere. Sure, sure. Well, actually I was probably going to get one of those, those $50 pop-up, shower tents and then get that would be a ah, smart go. thing to do so we'll see that would yeah. not be bad or get a heck the jeep can pull a small get what do they call those scamps yeah it's a little, a little scamp, scamp. We, we've talked about that too we have uh, that that would be kind yeah. of and they're my I, I don't know what the you see we have we have a couple of tents we have a four-person tent and we have a six-person mm-hmm. tent and, you know, we could toss either or both in the back and, and go. But I'm still leaning, even though we have those tents, I'm still leaning in into getting a rooftop tent. I just think those are oh, so okay. much nicer, so much easier. There are some yeah. cool ones, and then they typically keep the mountain lions. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's exactly it. So I, I'm actually mm-hmm. less scared about mountain lions and bears because I know how to handle that. I, I Something I didn't grow up with, as I'm sure you didn't as well, that I, it's really the only thing that truly freaks me out. Snakes. We had snakes in Minnesota and Wisconsin, but we didn't have, we we didn't have poisonous snakes. And we have, Tennessee has rattlesnakes and copperheads scare me to death. Mm -hmm. North Dakota has a lot of rattlesnakes. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty scary. Were you able to pull it up by the way? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking. I, this is before he sold his truck, because I can see he traded in. Say, if you you can actually see a white truck in front of the house, which is the lower building. Oh, so I I did not do that. It's not showing oh. any pictures at that locale. Oh, you just me. turn on your satellite. Your satellite layer. Turn on your satellite. My satellite layer is on. I can see my dad's white. He so he bought a truck from me, and it was a white truck, and I can see that in front of the house, and then I see he had Funny. another white truck that was pulling his oh. horse trailer because it was a gooseneck and i see that one in the yard he I traded both that. of those in for a yeah. new truck so i can tell that this is an older Funny. picture well and that's yeah it's interesting and when they update them too that makes it yeah. fun uh, where our where we're building the house for a long time obviously it was just brush and then apparently they updated it since they cleared the land <laughs> so it still doesn't have the house i would like it if it had the house complete yeah, so we could look exactly. at it on google maps but yeah no such right. luck but uh yeah 
I'm, I'm actually also looking at it. He's got a little trash dump that he puts stuff in, and I can tell it, it's... Uh, you're checking out the trash yeah, well, dump. Because in the trash dump would be normally, he's got an old uh, hot tub out there, and he had an old farm truck. It was a red truck, and that's sitting out there next to the hot tub, and it's not in these pictures, so... Ladies and gentlemen, for more stalking delightfulness, yep. uh, you're going to want to check us out next exactly. week, too. Because we'll be stalking. Who knows? We may be going after your place. If you'd we'll like be. us to stalk your Absolutely. place, find out what's there, and maybe look at, uh, at the garbage heap, uh, we'll be happy yep. to do that. Yep. It's, because we're That's what house. we do. That's, that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, I see my stepmom's car. I see my cousin's car. That's fun. That's fun. It's always fun when you do that. I don't see. But I, what I know is because I tried to zoom yeah. in, you can't get that close. You're looking from quite a ways. Yeah, but away. you can still see horses. You can count horses. You can, but I'm not oh, okay. going to. Yeah, I, I don't see any horses. Really, all those black spots that. in the field. There's no water out there, buddy. Those are all horses. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, you. Those are cockroaches. Yeah, they, they look, look like, like cockroaches. cockroaches. You notice there's probably up there. So you can actually see he's got a really mean white horse, and I can see that horse too. That one's so I know people are probably going, What the hell are they talking about? So in one of his pastures, you see uh, eight or 10 horses uh, all in the same pasture, and then you see another pasture on the other side of the house, same size, one horse. And it's because that horse is so freaking mean, he can't put it in with anything else. I am pretty sure that most people who listen and view our podcast spend much of their time either rolling their eyes, sleeping, or saying, I knew this could yep. get worse. Yep. <laughs> and I, yeah, exactly. So, yes, I found, I did us. find the airstrip though. At least the, I would call it an airstrip. What would everyone else call it? Um, a line in dirt. A body of water. Yeah, it's uh, well. <laughs> Don't land there. Yeah, it's it's in the path. It's in the pasture to the left of the house, and it's right along the fence line, which I know you can't really tell. What the I'm fence not going line to is. look. I'm looking at our listeners oh, okay. and viewers. Hi, listeners and viewers. Yeah. So anyway, uh, at some point, it's kind of fun. Stop. I promise. It's, oh, it's, good. Good yeah, transition. Yeah. Anyway. Don't you have a transition recording? Oh yeah. Hold on. Let's. Uh, we're transitioning no, now, folks. It. To. Hey, let's transition to saying goodbye because Shazam, we're looking at Google Maps. I click transition. Go ahead. Damn it. Oh. No, even the transition. No, it doesn't working. want us to transition. It's like, you guys are done. <laughs> you guys it are wants done. wants to stay on the same yep. path. <laughs> Talk more about what you see on Google Maps satellite view. Exactly. Well, um, I see the Playboy Mansion. Is that even open anymore? The Playboy Mansion? No, that's a good question. I just saw something on on YouTube, uh, you know, one of those pop-ups that suggests stuff for you, and it's all about the new, and it said the new Playboy jet. $15 million million jet. Uh, So, I don't know. Maybe they're... Great. Is that going to be your... Didn't Hooters do like a Hooters? Yeah, we talked about it. We had a whole episode on the Hooters airline. You didn't have a whole whole episode on anything. You could pick one one topic. Remember when we did the entire episode? For as long as our episodes are, though, one little topic (laughs) could be someone else's entire episode. (laughs) That's because we move. Come on, move on to the next thing. What's the next thing? Yeah, none of my sound effects are working. What did you do? You broke it. I can do the sound effects. I can be like the guy on Police Well, Academy. if I so just tell if me I turn you, on if I turn on preview, on. I can hear it. See, it just went, but I know you okay, can't. We hear can't. It. So I could no. go. Can't you just do imitate? But on boom, cha. That seemed terrific. So. That was really good. I don't think we need the yeah, real one. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. Uh, John right, is trying like to get nice me people off, go. and I want to keep talking, but uh, you know he Could won't. Can we let rephrase me off. that, please? Because I don't want that to live in infamy. Uh, it's too late, buddy. Too late. Off the off air. Off the air. And speaking of off the air, let's get <laughs> off the air. Yes, let's. <laughs> folks, thank you for for suffering along with us today. As I, <laughs> uh, it fun. has been fun, but I don't, and I don't know why you want to get get off the air off the air but uh you know 
I guess you do. So I'll I'll acquiesce to your <laughs> request. Ooh, nicely done with the acquiesce. That's one of my favorite words. I never get to use it, but I love it. It came from, but I have to we say, are. and not trying to be divisive or political, but you know that came from Pirates of the Caribbean. Of course yeah. it did. Where else would it come from? I'd like to acquiesce to your request. Anyway. That's terrific. Folks, have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope you've enjoyed this two-part series of the Potty Miles podcast. One part, One part of the time, the time there's no way you could handle the whole two parts I'm together. thinking that the title to both is going to be Filtered Water, Second Grade Sleeper, and Grass and Shirt. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed Filtered Water, <laughs> Second Grade Sleeper, Grass and Shirt, Part 2. That's how good we are. We have our title I, now, and I haven't even... That's edited. how good that's you right. are. I never make the titles, uh, except I think I did Unwashed. Yeah, you did. You did Unshowered. Oh, you've done a couple. You just don't realize you do, because most of the stuff that I pick is coming <laughs> out of your mouth. That's true. I don't know who said that. <laughs> They're brilliant. That yeah, was you, it was, Yeah, exactly. I just, I just write it down. I'm here for the ride. I don't say very much. I don't talk. You I have a very small game. ego, and I don't say very much. And you know what? I don't judge people. Um you have an ego that you push around your lawn. I have a huge <laughs> ego. Yes. Yes. All up and down my yard. Yep. Literally. Because oh, it's, awesome. you know, 30 degree Love angle. It. Anyway. Literally. literally. Not figuratively. Literally. No. Literally. literally. It's, le- it's legit. It's been a pleasure. Let's legit. <laughs> too legit nice to, to quit. See nice you. to see you too. Appreciate I appreciate time. your time, everybody. Thanks for. Oh no, you're talking. Oh, I thought you were talking to the audience. Appreciate. I well, appreciate yeah. the listeners. Oh come viewers, on, do we really yeah. need to? I mean, I there aren't so there aren't very time. many of them. Well, now they've well, fallen yeah. asleep. If you've made it this far in the episode, finish. smash you know that what? like button and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> and wake up! It's time to go yeah. home, Bill. It's it's time to end the walk, <laughs> sir. Bill, no, he's still walking. He is. Well, he's, he's got to listen. Now he's got to listen to two episodes, so he's probably walked twice. At this point. Oh, yeah. Hey, he's probably tired. Bill, yeah. sleepy. Go, go to bed. <laughs> All right, folks. Talk to you later. Bye.